Say if you give a man a gun, he'll rob a bank. But if you give a man a bank, he'll rob everybody. The good news for you is Private Money Club runs solely on peer-to-peer -peer relationships, which means no banks allowed. So finally, there's a community for real estate entrepreneurs where it is truly a win-win solution. This community is a place where you can connect with other lenders and other borrowers, and the end result's massive growth for you. You get to build your real estate empire, and you get to do it solving other people's problems. So if that sounds like a place you want to be, well then join us. Go to privatemoneyclub.com forward slash Kelly. And if you want 500 bucks off, just add the code Kelly500 and I'll knock 500 bucks off the premier membership. For over 90 years, we've been crash testing our cars in the tireless pursuit of automotive safety. At Volvo, safety's been first since 1927. We've saved millions of lives with the invention of the three-point seatbelt in 1959. At Volvo, we've made driving safer for you and them. Visit safety.finleyvolvo.com to learn more. Welcome to the Kelly Cardenas podcast where attitude is everything. Every time I watch those two commercials, it gives me chills because when we started off the podcast, if you would have told me that we would have Finley Volvo Cars of Las Vegas, uh, I mean, such an amazing, iconic brand that they would be a sponsor of the podcast. Um, you know, when we first started off in the first episode that I ever did, um, the microphone wasn't even plugged in. I just set it in front of me because I wanted it to look cool. And uh, it's funny to look back on it that way. And now to have the private money club all also, which is the first time where they're taking banks out of the equation and where you can take uh, your, your financial, uh, your wealth into your control and you can find the deals that you want. Or if you're looking for a deal, you're looking to be able to fund a deal, uh, the Private Money Club is that. And it's it's been amazing because these are friends of mine uh, and I've just been so honored with it. So on today's show, I'm, I'm super excited because this, this man has become a friend. He's an icon in my life. But he has become a friend over time, and uh, you know when when I started off on the on the journey in uh, it was 2020. I started off on the journey with the podcast and uh, decided that I wanted to just start speaking. That that's all I want to do with podcast and speak. I sold my companies, and I tripped on the Best You Expo. And I tripped on it online, and I saw it, and I was like, man, this would be amazing. This would be like the pinnacle. And I reached out. And I got the opportunity. I got the opportunity to share a virtual stage with Les Brown, with Jack Canfield. And um, I, I never thought that I would actually meet this man. But through making a couple of friends, I ended up in the same rooms, ended up in the same space. And it was amazing because I realized that he's a human being, that he's got a big heart, and that he is constantly helping other people to be able to accomplish what they need so he doesn't ever have to worry about himself. This man is an entrepreneur of over 35 years, an author, a speaker, a, a publisher, a TV producer, and a seminar pro promoter of one of the best personal development uh, uh, conventions in the world, which is the Best You Expo. Um, and now I get to call him, I think, the coolest um, title, which is my friend. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Bernardo Moya. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you so much for for be for allowing me to be here, and it's such a pleasure to to connect with you again. And yes, definitely, we, we're friends, and it was just great to see you recently at Greg's, um, see you in action, um, and you're you're a breath of fresh air, man. You really are. 
Well, it, it's incredible, man. I want to talk right, right about that. Like you are the person that if you're a speaker, if you're an author, if you're a, um, uh, you know, in the personal development space, you give a platform and a stage for people like I've never seen in my entire life. We're we actually, there's a, um, uh, you have an event that is March 3rd through the 5th in LA also, but why is it so important for you to put other people on the stages? Because most of the time people are just promoting themselves. Yeah. Well, kind of, um, I, I changed careers and lives in my early forties, you know, when kind of I went, it went belly up in the real estate industry for me. And, and I kind of reinvented myself and, and I, I went into an LP in a big way. Uh, and then after becoming an NLP trainer, I ended up promoting the guy that trained me, which was Dr. Richard Bandler, the co-creator of NLP. So I found myself in my new life and my new career doing events. And um, it was challenging because this was, you know, the realist, you know, there was a big crisis in Europe as well. And, 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 uh, and it was challenging, but you know what? I, I found it relatively easy. I mean, looking at it now, you know, to sell out, I don't know, two, 3,000 courses a year, which were like, you know, quite expensive. And and I think over those years, we, we trained around 25,000 people. But in year four, year five, I started really understanding the industry a lot more. And I thought, well, hold on a minute, you know, kind of Tony Robbins is great. Robert Kiyosaki is great. Yeah, Jack Canfield, Les Brown, all these guys are great. But what if you're not them? You know, hey, you haven't got there yet. What do you do? And, and then I started really thinking about, well, why, why can't, you know, why can't we, why can't I do a bigger, bigger gig, bigger event with more stages where we can bring more speakers? And because there's so many people out there, you know, sharing so much love and, and giving so much wisdom and, and really changing the world, but they don't have a platform. So researching, looking and, you know, kind of the word, the best you and the best you can be kept, kept coming up. I heard a lot of people, we, we've all said it, you know, and, and, and then I thought, well, let me check and see if there's a brand like that. And there wasn't. I thought, there you go. I'll, I'll take that. Thank you very much. So I created the best you, which I thought it would be better than the average you. And um, I, I came up with that brand and and there it was. I, I instantly kind of me, I'm, I'm, I'm a visionary as far as I visualize. And I thought, yeah, 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 I could do events. I could do a magazine. I can have an online platform. I can have a TV. So this was in my mind like 10, 12 years ago, you know, and uh, and that's it. That's how the Best Year Expo started. Uh, we, I started the, the I started with the magazine and then we did the first Best Year Expo, which was in London. And um, that's how it came. And, and and it's just been beautiful to see kind of, you know, to give that stage to so many people and, and to make it happen and for it to become a reality. Well, Bernardo, you, you've had over 100,000 people attend your events over the years. And it's incredible. Like, how are you able to stay grounded in that? Because I, I, this is the coolest thing about you is when I got in touch, when I tripped on the Best You Expo, and I was blown away. I remember I, I remember where I was. My family and I were camping, and I came running out of the, the uh, RV, and I run to my wife, and I'm like, this is it. This is it. This is it. And she's like, what is it? And I said, this is it. The best you. And I want to be a part of this. What do you think? And, you know, we were, we were talking about it. She's like, I just think you need to do it. And a lot of times when you have people like that, that you're impacting their lives, a lot of times it becomes about the person. It becomes about the guru. And I've, I've seen that it's not about you. You keep pushing it to the other people. Like, what are your what are your safeguards to be able to keep you in that humble state? Because even at Prosperity Camp, I mean, at Prosperity Camp, you're the engine for every single person that's in that room that's speaking. Like you have the power to be able to put them on a stage that can really change their life and change their trajectory. But you're there making eye contact with people, 
shaking hands with them, and really having genuine conversations, what keeps you in that humble state? Well, I think it's because I started that way. You know, I, I started as a promoter. And, and when I was promoting Richard and, and Paul McKenna, you know, who were the main guys, you know, it wasn't about me, it was about them. Uh, and, uh, and I never thought that I had any, you know, kind of, well, I was simply a promoter. As the years went by, I obviously, you know, started, I started developing myself like you, you know, kind of, I obviously started creating my own ideas, my own thoughts, I started writing books. And more and more, I, I started taking the, you know, the, well, the stage as far as kind of, hey, you, yes, you get to an open art. And then when the Best Year Expo happened, I, I started realizing that obviously my profile was important, but it was always, it was never about me. It was always about the Best You and the Best You Expo. And, I, and my, my job, my role is to, is, to, is to become what I am, which I believe I'm a conduit. You know, I'm, I'm someone that provides a platform for other people. But it's never been about me. And one of the things, Kelly, that I've kind of identified in the industry, and I mean this with lots of love, is just like in everything in, in the world, you know, in, in, especially as actors, music, musicians, and all sorts of people, there's big egos. There's big egos in the personal development world. And and, and funny enough, I, I've always said this, that a lot of people should read their own books, you know, because kind of like, you know, they, they talk a great talk, but then, you know, they're, they're, they're incongruent. So... For me, congruency is really important. I can't be the founder of the best you if I'm, if again, if I'm, if I'm not a, a, a half decent human. So for me to be congruent is means being humble, being being honest, being non-judgmental, uh, and knowing that at the end of the day, it isn't about me because it isn't. It's about what we we as speakers and you know coaches, trainers, what we're what we what we're delivering and what can we deliver. So for me, I I have to stay grounded. But I've dealt with a lot of people with big egos, you know, and, and, and I understand and I understand where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, you know, kind of I, I think they all should go back to kind of why they originally started with this, you know, because it isn't about us. So the event isn't about me. Yes, I speak at the event. Yes, people know who I am. And like, you know, I've had interviews this week and people, oh, you know, kind of it's not that I'm humble. It's just it's just simply it isn't about me. So I'm, I'm simply a vehicle uh, that, you know, is. I'm someone that's bringing these people and I, and I'm an entrepreneur. So, you know, kind of like a, like any entrepreneur, I put my neck on the line, you know, every time I put one of these gigs, my, my neck, my health, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my sanity, uh, everything. I put it all on the line because, you know, because it's a challenge and because, yeah, you know, we have to challenge ourselves and, and it's only those things that, you know, challenge you that then at the end of the day feel fulfilling. Every single time I've run these events, Kelly, because I used to have a lot of hair, just like you. And um, I, every time I run these events, I used to say, why am I doing this? What? Why am I doing this? But guess what? When, when the doors open and you see those speakers sharing that knowledge and you see people walking around the halls and you feel the love and you feel the energy in that room and you see that, you know, we're bing, 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 touching lives, you know, something's happened, boom, something's happened there, something's happened there. And this is a phenomenal ripple effect that goes out to the world. And, and so kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm simply someone that's trying to help others to elevate consciousness so we can really focus on what brings us together and what we're all here for. And what we're all here for ultimately is to live a good life, to be healthy and to love, you know, because the rest is all completely relevant. All these material things, it's just completely no relevance. So I'm simply the founder of The Best You and I provide a platform. 
It's incredible to hear it. I mean, and those of you listening, this is who Bernardo is. Like when we spent time at Prosperity Camp and we're in the back of the room on the little high uh, high chairs, you know, sitting up there. Not high chairs like you would think, but they're taller <laughs> chairs. And we're sitting and talking. This is what I'm hearing from from Bernardo. So this, the, the cool thing is anyone that's on the show, it's, a, it's, it's truly who they are. Um, I would like to, um, you know, I think there's always two sides to these things. And there are the people out there that are listening that they hear of personal development, okay? And maybe they've had a bad, um, a bad experience. They hear a personal development and they hear two words, snake oil. <laughs> can, can you help us? Because for me, I grew up and, and the first time I touched uh, any type of personal development, it actually was guys who just got out of prison. My dad bought a course. The course was teaching you how to be a millionaire. Yeah. And the way that you became a millionaire is you bought this course for $4,500. This was in 1984 when my dad was in the military and he didn't have $4,500. But he bought $4,500 course. It was tapes. It was, um, it was cassette tapes and it was uh, VHS tapes. You watched the tapes and it taught you how to sell the course to other people for $4,500, which would make you a millionaire. <laughs> And, but, but what I, what I learned was my dad taught me, my pops always taught me that it wasn't about if you got a million dollar check in the mail, you would not thank the mailman. You would simply thank the person who sent it to you. And so what he was telling me there is to take the messenger out and to fall in love with the messages that brought that were brought, even if they were brought in not the greatest form. So that was a filter for me as I went ahead in my life where I was able to take that. But let's talk about that side of it. Let's talk to that person, Bernardo, that when they hear personal development, the other two words that they hear is the snake oil. Can you talk to that person to help them to understand what personal development truly is? Yeah, I think kind of like, you know, I've, when I've, a lot of the times I've worked with people that are, you know, let's say challenging, you know, as individuals and, you know, difficult to kind of work with. But I would always remember that although, you know, there was, although, you know, maybe I was uncomfortable sometimes working with them, it was the messages, what they were delivering is what kind of, they're, they're, what, what are they teaching you? Because it is, that's the essence. Uh, and a lot of the times, you know, the magic happens on the stage. The magic happens when you meet and see these people, you know. And I, I, I think, I think, you know, people, when it comes down to learning and, and, and reviewing kind of who they want to work with, who they want to be coached by or who they want to collaborate with, you know, you just really got to look into kind of them. Who are they as individuals, you know, and, and, and what, what is their message and, and how honest and congruent they are. I mean, listen, you know, you look at someone like Greg Reed, you know, who mutual friend of ours, you know, he's just a straightforward, honest guy that has a great heart uh, uh, and is really out there to help people, you know, and he's done over 140 books. He's got a phenomenal platform, Secret Knock. But there's so many other people like him that, you know, that really go out there and, and, and give their heart and soul, you know, to kind of really helping you. And I think a lot of the times people really underestimate as well, you know, kind of, hey, I need to invest this massive amounts of money to, well, no, you don't necessarily because, you know, kind of, you know, as well as I do, there's so many coaches out there, so many mentors, so many millionaires, billionaires that well, they'll give you time. All you have to do is ask. You know, I, I've, I can't recall, I, I've had many people that have actually approached me to say, hey, Bernardo, I want to do an event. You know, could you give me some advice? I really haven't. And it's funny. It's just quite interesting. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm generous with my time. You are as well. 
So, you know, just really explore who who's out there, who's genuine, who's got the, you know, who who seems, you know, who seems authentic, you know, who seems authentic because as you are, as you said, there are a lot of people out there that, you know, talk about wealth and hey, you check them out, they're not wealthy. A lot of people talk about happiness and they're miserable. You know, so kind of like, you know, just do a little bit of research, you know, and, and follow your heart, follow your instincts, who feels right. And sometimes, yeah, listen, sometimes you will have to pay money in order to, to, to attend these courses or be mentored by them. But listen, you're going to fast forward your career. I mean, you know, what is it like? I mean, Sharon Lecter, she was my mentor. It wasn't cheap, but it was worth every single penny. You know, this is a lady that wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki. I mean, why, why wouldn't you want to be surrounded by someone like her? And then and the list goes on and on and on, you know. So, yeah, listen, just follow your heart, follow your instincts and, and do some research on there. But there's some great people. I, I think, listen, 90% of the people that are out, they have good intentions. The fact that they might get lost along the way, you know, is, is part of the process, I suppose. So Bernardo, help me with this too, because you have seen seemed to master it. I made a, a post this morning um, about the, because myself, uh, Greg Reed, um, Larry Namer, who is the uh, founder of the E Entertainment Network, Lee Steinberg, the greatest sports agent of all time uh, that Jerry Maguire was based off of, and is Patrick Mahomes' agent, Steve Sims, who helps people to be able to, you know, have dinner at the Vatican and have uh, Elton John play for them specifically. One of the top 10 speakers in the world, which is uh, Scott Duffy. All of us are going to be on a stage there for Secret Knock, a mini Secret Knock. And I put a post out and I just said, life is simpler when you make friends. And people will always ask me, like, how are you in the midst of these people? But you have seemed to master this art of making friends. How important is it? And what is the, you know, what what is your secret sauce? And, like, if I name someone in the personal development space, I guarantee you, you would be like, oh, yeah, they're my friend. And you would probably be able to scroll down and be, yep, they're in my phone. But I think it's the the least expensive and the most impactful way to be able to grow anything in your life is to make friends. How important is that? Yeah, it's extremely important. Um, you know, it's extremely important. And, 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 you know, especially in this industry also, you get to know who your friends are and who, who aren't, you know. But I think, you know, kind of when you come from a place of love, when you come from a place of being honest, when you come from a place of wanting to give, you know, people see that, people feel that. And, um, and, you know, kind of I, look, these names that you've just listed, they're all friends of my friends, which in this case is, is great. So they're not my friends yet, but, you know, they'll be sharing my stage. What an honor, you know, and obviously, hopefully they will become my friends and I'll meet them and we'll connect. But there's so many other people that you're going to meet at the Best You Expo who are going to become your friends, you know. And, 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 and that's one of the most beautiful things of the Best You Expo is, is that over the years, I've seen so many friendships and relationships come from that. Because, you know, we're all on the same boat. We're all working with each other, you know. And and this event, if anything, is it isn't really about me. It's about us. You know, it's our event. So, you know, all my friends, oh, I'm just extremely honored, man. I can't make this event happen without my friends, my sponsors, <laughs> my my speakers, my exhibitors. I can't make it happen. They're following this lunatic Bernardo who has an idea about, hey, let's get 10, 12,000 people here together. Well, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, kind of they, they come, you know, they pay to play and, and they're there and, and they're supporting me and invest me, but yeah, I consider them all all of them friends, you know. And and it's it's an honor, it's also a responsibility to to, to deliver kind of you know what what I'm promising is is going to happen. But yeah, I, I think I think people uh, and you've got this, you you got this, you 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 
you're just a, a very open, charismatic kind of guy, you know, who wouldn't want to be your friend. But I, I think a lot of the times, you know, people ask for things, you know, I'm, I'm very protective now, if anything, of those that want to take advantage of me or take advantage of my platform because they value themselves more <laughs> than they value what I'm going to help them with. You know, so excuse me, I get paid to, to speak. Well, I think that's absolutely amazing. But guess what? You know, are you going to be talking about yourself? Yes. Are you going to be talking about your programs? Yes. Are you going to be selling? Yes. Well, hey, there you go then. You know, kind of like, <laughs> I can't sponsor you. I'm not the UNICEF. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not an NGO. But having said that, there are people that I believe in. There are people that can't afford it. There are people that need a platform. There are people that I think deserve an opportunity, and I do that. But, you know, kind of like first give and then, you know, then then ask. You know, so I've had a lot of people that have taken advantage of me over the years. And, um, and I've got a good memory. Bernardo, we're going to go to a commercial break, but when we get back, what I want you to think about is I want to talk to those people out there here, here was my thought back in the day was like, oh, wow. I, as a kid, I was like, oh, wow, that person blew up. But then when I became their friend, I realized that there was things that they put in line that made the audience think that their platform had blown up, but it was strategic work along the way. And you seem to have the keys to this. So to all my authors, to my speakers, to my people who are looking to expand their brand, when we come back from commercial break, Bernardo is going to share with us how you can put those things in line and the difference between the person with a phenomenal message that nobody hears and a person with maybe a all right message that the world hears. Mm. And I, I want you to be able to expand on that right when we come back from commercial break. Sound good, uh, Bernardo? Sound good. Sound great. Perfect. The way I see it is you've got two choices. You can either keep pretending like nothing bad's ever gonna happen to you, and then when it does, you're saying, uh-oh, or you can get ahead of what's coming so that when it does, not if, you're ready for it, and you're sitting pretty, sipping on Mai Tais next to the pool, working on that Caribbean suntan, because you got it covered. So folks, it's time for you to learn the truth about money. It's time for you to take back control of your money so that you are ready for what's about to happen. By doing that, you're setting yourself up for absolute success. No matter what comes your way, you're ready for it. And that's what I want for you, and I want to help you with that. So go to chrisnoggle.com and sign up for the Wealth Webinar. We do them every Wednesday at 1 p.m., and you need to be there because it's time uh-oh, it looks like we piqued your interest in the hideout. First of all, let me tell you what the hideout is not. The hideout is not for hustlers, for grinders, or for people who are looking for a shortcut to what the world calls success. The hideout is about growing as men, creating lifelong friendships, and having the time of our lives. Are you ready to tap in to the endless source that will take you from success to significance? The hideout is two and a half days of hiking, biking, and doing the little things that it takes to create lifelong friendships. I find that joy is nothing more than falling in love with your current circumstances and allowing magic to happen. And that's when we see growth in every area of your life. Have you accomplished your goals professionally and financially and you still thirst for something more? Has success in these areas come at the expense of far more valuable things like your family, your children, and your relationships? Alignment in business, strategic partnerships, and joint ventures 
all come from true relationships. The Hideout is designed to get to know people before you'll ever meet them. This is not your typical mastermind. The Hideout is focused on the one thing that will fuel everything, joy. And when joy is overflowing in your life, you'll find growth in your marriage, your relationships, and oh yeah, your business. We are back with the founder of the Best You Expo, the place where every single person in the personal development uh, realm can take their, their career to a completely different place if they so choose. So I want to talk about this, Bernardo, because, again, I used to think it was just happenstance that someone blew up. But when you look at the largest speakers in the world, the people with the largest platforms, this was all constructed. So can you help those people to understand what are some of the building blocks to help a person get their message out to the world? Well, first of all is, is I think, you know, and hopefully I answer your question. I think if anything, for me, it's always been about, um, because I am, as I said, a, a visual kind of guy, I've always kind of seen whatever it is I want to create in this case, you know, the events. And as far as I'm concerned, when I put an event together, the first thing that happens is a date. Uh, and, and once I set the date, uh, and this is Greg's great quote, which, you know, a date without a plan and, you know, which has been so successful. And it's true. The fact is every time I've done an event, I've always set the date first. Once I've set the date, I'm committed. There's nothing I can do. Why? I've announced it now to the world. Hey, it's happening. <laughs> oh my God. How am I going to do this now? So then I just have to do the building blocks. Then there's just many steps in between. So obviously then once it's in place, then all I've got to do is go from the, you know, I know what I need to do. Then I just simply go back and then I just, you know, I just implement all those different kind of steps. But also kind of you've got to compartmentalize in your brain, which I've been quite good at. I'm dyslexic. So kind of, you know, I, I struggle with, I struggle with written structure, but I've got the structure in my head. So kind of when I'm putting this event together, I look at all the different moving parts, marketing, social, you know, marketing, social media, media, uh, you know, the, the web page, the app, you know, the the awards and the gala ceremony that we're putting together, you know, the connections, the friendships, the relationships, you know, so I've got to go through a list of things that need to happen in order to trigger these things and, and, and to fall into place. So kind of like, you know, I've got all these plates which I'm moving at the same time and I'm keeping an eye on all of them. So I do that visually. A lot of people might want to write it down. It would probably be better, but you know, kind of, I, I like to keep it all in my head because it keeps me sharp and it keeps me focused. And so even now, now I'm counting the days, the 14 days. So kind of, I know, you know, I'm in this critical stage right now with deadlines and printing and stuff like that. So, you know, this is prioritizing a lot of the stuff. Stop selling, you know, because we have to stop selling. It's going to be any day now. Typical, everyone wants to get involved this last week, you know, and typical we've had months, but people leave it to the last minute. Um, so, you know, it, it really is about having a structure, having a system in place and, and following it through and following it through. Because you see a lot of people, first of all, they're scared of putting that big, scary goal in their head. They're scared of kind of the steps and processes that need to happen because it's challenging. And also, you know, they're scared of the most important thing, which is they're scared of failing. You know, and, and, and if I've learned anything for, as an entrepreneur is that failing, which I failed many times, 
it's just made me stronger. You know, it's made me wiser. It's, it's, it's given me phenomenal lessons in life, you know, which obviously I've implemented, you know, to improve kind of what I do today or who I am today. So, you know, have no fear because, you know, even with me, I've got the expo, I've got all these people trying to, well, loving me, supporting me and helping me. But look, if people decide not to show up and we're hoping for eight to 12,000 people, what can I do? <laughs> well, I don't know, Kelly, but I guess what? I mean, I will be walking comfortable around those halls. I won't be sweating. I won't be, I won't really care of this consequences because I know that I've given it my 100% and I will know I've given it 100%. And, and, you know, if someone else can show me how it's done, I'm more than happy to learn from them. And again, no one's doing what I'm doing specifically people are doing great things around the world and they're doing phenomenal things and far more important things than me but you know kind of I'm, I'm putting my neck on the line with with understanding that that's kind of what i'm here for because i've got big heavy shoulders and and because if if the god the universe or whatever is 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 throwing this at me is because i'm capable um and i think as well just to finish this is i think that you know kind of what people really need to understand is is that if you're looking at changing careers you're looking at doing something different and, and you might think that you don't necessarily have the skills, I, I would question, maybe you do, maybe you just don't even realize it, you know, kind of maybe you just need to tweak some of your skills and apply them to a different field. I started working in nightclubs. I was a DJ. I used to bring people together to parties. That's what I used to do. So I'm used to bringing people together. It's a different kind of gig now. But I was also in the army. So I was a corporal. So I was used to bossing people around. Um, I was also a builder, constructor. I, I, I used to sell. So kind of all those skills and tools that I've had over the years are exactly part of who I am today. If anything, I've just polished them and I'm just using it in a different industry. So I don't know, a couple of ideas there for you. Well, I want to ch I want to challenge some uh, normal uh, thought process or something that is very common that people will say. Um, I, I'm a definite believer in that, that you have to have a target. My pops would always talk about this. You have to have a target. If you don't have a target, well, you can't hit a target you can't see and you can't see something that's not there, right? So it's very simple, this, this part of it. But what my dad helped me to realize and what my, what my wife has helped me to realize that there's the, uh, you know, stick to the plan. This is my wife. So Brooklyn Cardina, she could quote her on this. Stick to the plan, but go with the flow. And I think so many people get bogged down with, oh my gosh, I don't have my specific niche when I first start off. Therefore, I'm just not going to start. And, but... I hear from you that you started off as a DJ, you were in construction, you did sales, you were a corporate in the army, all these things. And as you begin to step forward, that stuff started to become clear. Where I see that in today's society, and especially with social media and in the personal development side, people say, you got to be so clear before you take a step because otherwise you're just wasting time. I don't really believe that, but if I'm wrong, can you help me? No, I, I believe I don't believe you're wrong. I, I think you know, kind of the, the, the people just wait for the right time, the right opportunity. You know, my, my, the, the exact moment that you know the stars have to be aligned. You know, no, people should just go out and just and just try and give it a go. I mean, as I said, I mean, I think any and every entrepreneur that you know is a half decent entrepreneur, you know, have failed. They've had businesses that didn't work. Everyone has. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, you name it. Everyone's done something that. You know, didn't necessarily work, but you, you, you've got to, yes, you have to have a clear plan. You have to have a clear objective. 
but you have to believe in what you're doing, you know, and, and you just have to go for it. I, I, just, I just think that so many people are waiting for the right time. I say this, and I think, I don't know, I shared it with you before, but there's three types of people. There's those that are already, they're probably in their mid-30s, early 30s, and they're already dead. They're already dead because they've given up on their dreams. They just don't believe that they can change. They belong, don't believe that they're here for any reason. They just got their nine-to-five job, and that's it. That's it. They're going to let others do it. There's those that are looking at others doing it. Think, oh, my God, I love what they're doing. They're following them. You know, They're doing all this stuff. They're doing all the courses. They're reading all the books, and they keep procrastinating because they're waiting for that exact right moment. And then there's those that go and do it. You know, those that go and do it, those that just go out there and give it, you know, give it a go. And, 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 and those are the ones that are changing the world. And the world needs leaders more now than ever. You know, the world needs leaders now more than ever. We've gone through, you know, the world has changed dramatically these last three years. We've, we've gone through, it's been a tough, it's been a tough run. I was calculating the other day because of my age. I lost 5% of my life during this three, three years. We haven't been doing events for three years. So I, I haven't done an event and here we are, you know, kind of I'm gone from not doing events to like, let's get back into business. Let's do it as we used to, but let's make it bigger. And that's, and that's what people should do. You know, people should go and jump at these opportunities. You live once and, and, you know, kind of your priorities could change instantly. You know, once, unfortunately, you might not have health, you know, or, or other circumstances throw at you, um, life throws at you. I, I'm going to just put a name out there, Michelle Patterson, who I love very dearly. She's my sister. She's the one that did the California women conference she's going to be speaking at the best you expo which is for me is one of the biggest highlights uh, she's been fighting cancer for four years they gave her 90 days four years ago and she is a reference she's she's just complete pure inspiration living every single day living life as there's no tomorrow and that's a fact so come on let's just wake up and let's just do it now you know we can't wait any longer so help us to like the young, the maybe the young author, when I say the young author, young speaker, when I'm speaking about young, I'm not talking about age, I'm just talking about in their career, because I think a lot of times people don't realize industry age and normal age. So actual age would be the age from when you were born. But industry age means how long you've been doing that particular thing. And I think a lot of people don't give themselves grace in this. So if they've been, you know, they were in real estate for four years, but they're 45 years old, they're thinking, well, at a, as 45 years old, I should be doing X. So not comparing yourself, but so to give it context, but to the younger author or the younger speaker that maybe hasn't gained their platform, what are some little hacks that you have for them that they could put in place that would help to be able to change the trajectory? Because um, my uncle, uh, my my wife's my wife's uncle, so I you know he's my uncle. He's a, a major league baseball coach, and I asked him, how do you coach major league? players because they're so good and he said I don't coach them I just ask them questions I said well what kind of questions do you ask and why would you do that as opposed to coach them that's what you get paid for and what he said was is that the difference between Kelly hitting a home run and hitting a foul ball is about that much it's about a centimeter difference where the ball connects with the bat so for me to coach that is not going to happen I asked them how they feel and then did they like the result? And then they adjust accordingly. What are the little centimeters that a young author, a young speaker, or a person gaining a platform could do that would be able to change the trajectory from a foul ball to a home run in this industry? 
Yeah, uh, I love it. I, I love the whole idea about questions. My, my, not my latest book, but the other book that I wrote uh, a couple of years ago called The Question, Find Your True Purpose, is, is based a little bit around that in, in the essence of asking yourself, you know, the right questions. Uh, the main or most important quote in there is that the quality of your life depends on the quality of the questions you ask yourself, you know, so waking up in the morning and saying, hey, you know, how can I become a better speaker? You know, who, who do I know that might help me? Who, who can I connect with today? How can I make a difference? You know, how can I write a book? How long will it take me? You know, these are all empowering questions that are going to start, you know, triggering something in your mind. How many times have we gone to bed? You've gone to bed, you had a question, you've woken up four in the morning. Oh, my God, I got the answer. Unconsciously, we have a lot more information than we than we believe we have. And as we know, unconsciously, we're capable of doing so many more things. So that is a great tip. I would definitely get people to kind of really start asking themselves those empowering questions that will definitely provide them probably a lot of the answers that they already know, but they're not maybe thinking clearly, you know, meditate, chill, relax, stop, pause, you know, kind of again, to stop to think and kind of, you know, what what is it you're trying to achieve here? Because again, there's so much noise going on. And there's so many things happening so much media, so much, so much people trying to drive us in different directions stop. And then and then yes, I, I think, you know, if anything, uh, hacks for me would be to get people to, uh, uh, you know, kind of, for example, when I wrote that book, the question, I what I started doing was I started speaking about the question like a year and a half before I published it. And and what I did is I was using parts and fragments of the book, you know, and I was sharing it in the public and I was just really kind of calibrating what was going on in the room. Mm, they like that. Mm, didn't like that that much. You know, so kind of like, you know, wherever I felt the deep connection, I would then, you know, dig, dig deeper into that chapter or dig deeper into those kind of questions, which would then help me. So I think a lot of people underestimate the power and the importance of speaking as a method of feedback, you know, or a system for you to be able to kind of create that book, you know, to do something that is magical, because that's where you're going to start getting the feedback from the audience before you even put it out there, because you might think it's a fantastic book. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Well, guess what? It's not. And, and as we know, there's so many speakers out there that put some great books out and they don't necessarily, you know, they don't necessarily hit that that point. So speak try and find as many speaking opportunities as you can to engage start sharing kind of your ideas on that but then also again as we were talking before set a goal set a target when you get this book when you get this book published you know and also kind of be open as well for books to change and evolve i remember this book i normally write them fairly quickly but this one took me i think it took me a year and a half or something but i kept uh, i kept listening to different audiobooks and listening to different people and there was always something that I would listen that I thought, oh, wow, I love this. I'm going to maybe quote that and put that in my book because I love the whole thought process of this and that, you know. And it really enriched my book. And I'll just finish with this, is that I, I always say that the universe, God, the higher spirit, whatever it is, they don't use social media to message you or WhatsApp or, or they send you a Facebook message. They don't. The, the universe sends you messages via people, via people via books, via ideas, by ooh, all of a sudden I'm meeting this person. Wow, why is that happening? So connecting those dots, being opening to listen, become aware of why is this coming to me now? It's like when we've hit adversity, you and I have many times. Why is this happening to me now? What am I learning from it? Wow. Why is this happening for me, not to me? You know, so all those things that happened in the process of me writing a book made my book better because I knew that those messages was coming to me. It's like when all of a sudden we're thinking of buying a car and you start seeing the same car all over the place. Or, or so you're thinking of, a, I remember once I was I was thinking of a program that I was going to run 
and 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 all of a sudden on tv came an advert turning pro mm, i love that oh so kind of like you know but you've got to be open you've got to be open then to listen sometimes i say kelly that that opportunities or ideas are like sometimes there's a size of petrol tankers they're so massive that people choose to you know walk around them they just don't see them so you know become aware of what's happening to you for you what are you learning when you're when you're speaking why are people coming to you in certain times of your life because you know there's lessons there well, i want to go i want to stick on that subject for for a second because a couple of years of was probably probably eight or nine years ago, I sent out a text message that really changed my life. And, and it was a friend of mine. I had had a, a he was a friend for quite some time. He was the president of the Paul Mitchell and the, uh, of, uh, John Paul Mitchell systems. And he was the CFO at the, or he wasn't the CFO. He was the president. So, but I, he was a number, a huge number of guy. And he runs by, I mean, Paul Mitchell's multi-billion dollar business, but he had become my friend over the years. And I texted him and I said, Hey, look, I've got my business, which he knew of. I said, I would love to spend some time because your financial mind is so amazing. And I was wondering if there was any way that you could mentor me. And I swear to you, within 15 minutes, I got a response. Like 15 minutes. Yes, I would love to. Let's set up a time. And then I responded, um, thank you so much. I'm so honored. I know that you're super busy, so why is it that you were willing to uh, to take me on? And you know what he said? Because not that many people ask. I know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? And I was like, what, what do you mean? And so I sat with him every quarter for about two and a half years, and I sat with him every quarter, and we would go over our numbers, our P&Ls, and he helped us to be able to increase, he helped us at one point we had uh, five times our, our profit margin because of him in those conversations. But when I asked him, why did you take me on? He said, because I, I would do it for anyone who asked. So along that line, Bernardo, when you were talking about like the relationships or, or connecting or things like that, a lot of people and the people that are listening right now, they're thinking, wow, Bernardo Moya, I mean, uh, you know, is the founder of one of the top personal development conventions in the world. I would love mentorship from him. I would love to, like, meet Greg Reed. I would love to meet these people. What is the barrier of entry to connect with a Bernardo Moya and to be on a Best You stage someday or maybe the next one, what is the barrier to entry there? How can a person do that? Well, it's quite simple. It's, it's simply asking, applying, you know, kind of we, we have a lot of people, you know, that, that over the years have worked with us, spoken on our platforms, and so they probably might know them and maybe they want to get an introduction from them. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm like you, Kelly, kind of like, you know, I got my phone ringing all day, but, you know, kind of I'm always open and I respond to all my texts and all my messages. I'm available, you know, kind of anyone can contact me any way they want um, because, you know, I, I believe that, you know, uh, we can definitely assist and help people. But no, um, look, and anyone can share their, their expertise on the stage. Well, anyone within within reasons, okay? We don't accept anyone <laughs> and everyone. There is an application process and we will check you out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, kind of we're open. And you were saying, like, when you were talking about Paul Milcher, well, I put this out there already a couple of times. I'm looking for to running Best You Expos all around the U.S. and around the world. So, you know, so if someone says to me, hey, Bernardo, I, I do events. 
uh, or I've been doing events, or this is something that might be appealing for me. But let's have a let's have a conversation, you see, because then it's them running a Best Year Expo together with us. Because you know, again, I need help. You know, I need help in order to to build these, to create these. And a lot of the brands and companies and organizations that I'm speaking with, we're looking at how we can grow together, how we can reach more people. So look, I'm I'm very interested in in finding as many ways and as many verticals as possible for us to reach more people. Kind of when we were talking off camera before, in my mind, even when I did my last event, which we had 14,000 people attending, it's never been enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> it's not. It's not good enough because what am I doing? Uh, with love, I'm doing nothing because there's billions of people around the planet. Now, okay, I'm not going to reach them all, but why can't I reach 10 million, 100 million? So for me, you see next year, which kind of thinking, oh, well, I've still got this one, but I'm already planning next year. Yes, in my mind, I mean, next year. Next year, I'm planning 30 to 50,000 people. And my plan next year would be to have maybe half a million people watching it from all over the world. That's my goal. So, you know, if people want to be part of this mad dream and want to and want to be part of it, hey, let's talk. I'm, I'm open. Well, I think one of the things that uh, Greg had talked about, Greg Reed had talked about, was that, you know, the, the most... Uh, when I say successful, I always do the caveat because my brother would smack me if not. When I speak about success, and you guys know this, that, that listen to the podcast, and I want to thank you, um, you know that I'm not talking about money. You guys know that I'm talking about being in line with, the perp- with their purpose. But when someone is, is successful at what they do, I find that they're more available than anybody else. And it blew my mind because there's, I think there's three stages to life, right, Bernardo? There's the, the one that you're... Um, you know, you're growing up, you're doing exactly what you love. You're having a ton of fun. You're riding your bike with your friends. You're doing all this stuff. Then there's the middle. The middle is you start to think that, oh, you buy into this part that I've got to hustle really hard. I got to grind all this stuff. I got to do all this stuff. And then there's the other side and the other side that you get to that when you're a kid, you think, oh, I want to do, I want to shoot for the stars, but you don't really care that much. You're just having a good time. Then you go into the middle and you're striving for all those things that you think are going to make you successful. And then you get to the other side. And when you get to the other side, you end up doing the things that you did when you were a kid anyway. So I find that the people that are the most joyous are the people just starting out, the people who have realized that all that stuff doesn't matter. So we stay away from people in the middle. (laughs) because the people in the middle are the busy guys when you call them I'm busy I'm busy set an appointment to set an appointment to set an appointment with my assistant to be able to set an appointment but what I find (laughs) is the you you know those people but I find the people like you the people like you are available as long as there's the right situation and you talked about protection earlier and I want to go into this how do you protect yourself from the takers of the world, the people in the middle? Because I feel if we can stay away from the people in the middle, we have the tendency to have a little bit more joy, right? So what are, what are your filters that you put up to make sure that, you know, because when I say that Bernardo's available, you're not going to call Bernardo right now, like anyone out there that is, but if you are serious about what it is that you're doing and you're genuine and you want to contribute, Bernardo is available. Does that make sense? But what are those filters for you, Bernardo? Well, first of all, it is that, um, you know, kind of when we met um, and we connected, I remember kind of, I remember our first conversation, we were sitting outside and 
and uh and it was i remember it was cold and you were somewhere with your family and stuff like that and, and i remember us talking i remember that conversation i didn't feel for a minute from you that you wanted anything from me you you quite in the contrary you know you, you wanted to you wanted to get to know me you wanted to obviously kind of like me to know you and then it was you know how can i help you how can i be of service here we are again you know we, you you're giving me another opportunity in your platform to connect with you because you know we we met at Greg's and you say hey how can i help it was the same thing you know and and you were talking about you know it was an honor for you to have you know speaking at my virtual event i well i reached out to you it'll be an honor to have you as an mc at my event so look, look at how these things have transformed and changed you know uh what have we done we just simply stayed connected and we feel mutual respect and love for each other and when you do that we're not stupid and honestly this is all gray now you know what i mean this is gray kind of like come on i've been in a thousand battles i've got million scars you know and if anything i'm you know kind of like well i'm nlp trained so i can see your eye verbals and your non-verbal you're, you're right i can see your eye accessing cues your non-verbal language I, I i can see you from a mile but you know if i'm feeling love if i'm feeling appreciation if i'm feeling that people want to kind of help and be part of, of what I'm doing and they've got a good strong message that comes from that place I'm open for that and that's what I'm really inclined for now the best year expo when I started doing it was because I wanted to diversify from what I was doing was I was promoting one person and I didn't want to be in that space anymore because I wanted to have my own independence and I then created my own brand which was the best year which wasn't my brand it's the brand that I own at the moment but someone else will own at a later date hopefully and it's going to be a multi you know global international platform that goes around the world and i won't necessarily be the one behind it and i'm cool with that um but my last expo in comparison to this one i've evolved three years my book a man evolving i've evolved as a man as a human and and i'm in a place now where obviously at my age uh, and the reality of my mortality i appreciate and understand that kind of there's important more important things in life you know i've lost a couple of good friends i my relationship with my ex and falling in love and then falling out of love, the loss of my mom, you know, so kind of I've gone through and this obviously, you know, the pandemic. So I've gone through my own journey. And if anything, I'm stronger, I'm more capable, but I'm more centered than I've ever been in the past. So I'm transferring this love and this consciousness and who I am as, as a man and as an individual to the best you. So if people have other intentions that aren't around that, which is more financial or kind of, you know, egocentric or whatever it is, I'm really not interested. But I'm open, man. I, I'm open. I, I just kind of, I, I got to feel the vibe. I, I got to know that they want the same intentions. But, you know, come and ask, give, not ask. And then, but I, I work with anyone that has those same intentions. But, you know, kind of, and I've had friends of mine, like, you know, kind of who wanted to get involved in the event and they're friends of mine. And they said, Bernardo, where's the love? You know, kind of, hey, I want to speak in your platform. I said, listen, love is not going to pay for the LA Convention Center. It's not, <laughs> it's not going to pay for the Convention Center. Because again, quite rightly, you've got phenomenal products and services that you're trying to encourage people to buy, in, which I encourage. That's why, you know, I'd love to have you there. But at the end of the day, you've got to contribute towards the cause, you know, because again, it's not my event, it's our event. And we're all reaching a message. So listen, I'm happy and open to speak to anyone. Well, Bernardo, you have been uh, absolutely phenomenal, man. Uh, March 3rd through the 5th, LA Convention Center. Uh, I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be there. Uh, I I'm so excited about this, and I'm working on some things right now, Bernardo, where um, I've, I've got to clear it with the boss, who's the wife. Um, 
I'm clearing it with the boss, but I, I believe that I'm going to be there the whole entire time from the third to the fifth and be available. Um, we're, uh, Bernardo and I, before we started recording, we started talking about a couple ideas, which I, I, I tell you, for those of you out there listening or in the area, if you can make it to the um, L.A. Convention Center March 3rd through the 5th, there is going to be some fireworks up in that place. And uh, we're going to have a great time. Um, I want to thank you, uh, Bernardo. I started the podcast because of my kids. Um, I wanted to show them the iconic figures like you. And you have showed it today. Like, you showed it. I mean, you show your vulnerable side. A lot of people would come on and they would talk about their event and they'd pound their chest. And you're like, nah, I mean, whether one person shows up or 12,000, 15,000, I'm going to show up because this is what I'm purposed to do. This is what I'm doing. And I just, I want to thank you for that. Um, but I wanted to take iconic people like yourself and I wanted to show my kids that there's no superheroes. There's just guys with great attitudes, phenomenal work ethic that are willing to help other people accomplish what they need to. And they'll never have to worry about themselves. And you have been a, a crazy example of that. So uh, what advice would you have for Maddox and McKenna and if you could use both their names, you could. Even, I would like it if you would call yourself Uncle Bernardo too. <laughs> well, Maddox and McKenna, um, I would say to you that um, hopefully, in many years from now, um, you will look at kind of what your dad did or what your dad is doing, you know, and it and it and it inspires you because you know, you're, you're probably going to go through these same challenges yourself. You know, you're going to go through challenges of life, you know, reinventing yourself, falling in love, falling out of love, you know, having loads of questions. But, you know, your dad went out there and he's gone and he's, you know, he's he's just, he's living his dream. He, he loves what he does. And it obviously comes across every day and, and the way he speaks and the way he is. So, you know, you've got a great example there. And just because it's your dad, um, you know, and it's not cool when it is cool. Okay. Because I live that with my kids. <laughs> so my kids, they don't watch anything that I do. They don't read any, any of my books. They obviously kind of have a look and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, kind of um, who you are today is, 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 is uh, who you two are today is thanks not only to your parents, but it's also kind of like all the generations behind him and them. You know, we're talking about five, six, eight, ten generations. Imagine all the different circumstances, the different situations have had to happen for you two to be here today. So you have so much knowledge, so much wisdom already in your DNA, and you've got the most beautiful example with your dad. So, um, yeah, listen, be proud. Be, be proud and say, hey, that old man, man, he just bloody rocked it. <laughs> Bernardo, I want to thank you. Now, now's the time where I want to thank everyone out there listening and watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, do me a favor and smash the, uh, the uh, subscribe button because 84% of the people, Bernardo, who watch this show on YouTube are not subscribed yet. And my ladies, all my ladies in the house, I want to talk to you because on our YouTube channel, this is just our YouTube channel, everywhere else our platform is 50-50, men to women. But on YouTube, women, you're not represented. It's 80-20. Women, you need to come to the table. Subscribe wow. to the podcast. I want to thank every one of you listening, watching, and sharing. And you have helped us to get in the top 1% globally of all podcasts through no advertisement, no, through no paid marketing, but just from you sharing it, you listening it, uh, to it, and you uh, being a part. And so I want to thank you. 
I want to thank all, all of our sponsors also. Um, Jim DiGiulio with Finley Volvo Cars of Las Vegas. Greatest experience that you'll ever have, honestly, for me. I don't buy cars because I like the car. I buy cars because Jim sells them. And it's the greatest service that you could ever imagine. And then a guy who really changed the trajectory of my life, which is his name is Chris Noggle. And he's got Private Money Club and he's got chrisnoggle.com. Check him out. Financial literacy can change everything for you and help to be able to take the monkey off your back. Um, it has been an absolute pleasure, Bernardo. You're a, a, a man of many talents. Uh, you're going to be my friend for the rest of your life because I'm going to force you to do that. I can't <laughs> wait to have you on the show again. And honestly, for me, March 3rd through the 5th, LA Convention Center, it's going down. And you know why this is so important to me? Tell Bernardo, me. my mom's birthday is March 4th. Oh, and wow. my, my mom uh, now is celebrating her, uh, her birthday in heaven. And it is going to be my honor to be there with you on her birthday, and I would like every single person out there, every anyone listening, if you're listening, you're in the L.A. area, in the California area, you can make it to L.A., uh, come and join us, uh, spend some time, and I will guarantee you, if you uh, come and you come hang out with me, I will introduce you personally to Bernardo. I will find him. I will drag him out of whatever room he's in, and I will bring him, and you will get to meet him personally because he can impact your life for you, for the uh, for the author's, for the speakers, for the, the thought leaders, and those of you who want to gain your platform, the Best You Expo is the platform that really can take you from a foul ball to a home run, but you have to do the work. Bernardo, you're amazing, man. Thank you so much. Um, stick around well, uh, Stick around here for a second uh, once we get done recording because we got to talk about some stuff, but I want to thank you again. You are an incredible, incredible human being that happens to do great things. Thank you so much. Thank you. I loved it, as always. Thank you, Kelly. You're officially off the hot seat. <laughs>